Welcome to the Dead Men of Whiskey, a podcast about the remarkable lives and sometimes unusual deaths of the names we all know in whiskey. Now settle in, pour yourself a drink, and sip along with Amy and Christian as they tell you a story about one of those names on a bottle. Hi, whiskey friends. Amy here with a quick pre-show update. Last night, we had the unthinkable happen. We didn't run out of whiskey. We actually lost our internet connection during the live show. So we have half a live show for you this week. It was one of those moments where it was definitely the gong was going off. We messed up. We didn't actually mess up. Our internet messed up. It's CenturyLink's fault, but we're not here to blame anybody. We have a half a show for you because we had a great conversation with Chloe from Old Forester, and we didn't want to want you to miss it. So here's a little quick half show. We will be back next week with an audio episode, and we're back in two weeks with our guest that should have been last night, and we're going to have an extra long live show for you then. So until then, enjoy half an episode from last night. Are we on? Oh, apparently no hey, one was going to tell me we were on. <laughs> I know. I thought that was like, give me a countdown or something. <laughs> I was like, that was the longest 15 seconds ever. Welcome to the Dead Man no, Whiskey no. Live Show. How are you? I'm good. That's, How are you, Amy? This is our best start ever. <laughs> I'm great, Christian. How I'm are good. you doing? I'm good. I was going to make a comment about the worst, the longest 15 seconds ever, but I guess I was going to leave that alone. Yeah. It's, it's just not that kind of podcast. Oh, but. somebody said, we've already got this going for us. So uh, we need to pour ourselves a drink. And before we do that, or while we're doing that, I want to introduce mm-hmm. our first guest. Um, and that is uh, a, a friend of mine, Chloe, uh, with Old Forester, because that's who we talked about, William Forrester, last episode. So let's bring Chloe in. So yeah. she can talk about what we're drinking today. Hey, Chloe, welcome to... Welcome, Chloe. Welcome to Dead Men Men of Whiskey. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks. I'm excited to be here and talk Old Forester and learn a little bit more about Dr. William Forester. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Well, you came to the wrong (laughs) place. (laughs) We talked about him so much when we recorded that uh, that episode that, like, I want to talk about Chloe. I want to see what's up with you. So before we do that, go ahead. (laughs) I'm gonna do two things because we've we've there's actually another bell going on here that's on. Yeah, because we were like we didn't even talk about what we're drinking. Chloe, I'm gonna have you move slightly to towards the bottles so so we can get you lined in the frame. There we go. Yes, that's perfect. Okay. I thought she looked like a cool movie poster that has just like half the face. The real stars are the old forester. Yeah. Yes, that's William. William was a brilliant man, a very brilliant man. So we're going to be drinking. One of us is going to be drinking Old Forester tonight. Um, and I yeah. Have- All right. So she's got to call me out on this. I'm going to call myself out on it because she's, <laughs> you know, she'll do it harsher. Um, we drank Old Forester when we recorded the uh, 
recorded the 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 actual episode, the story episode about Liam Forrester. I had a bunch of it then. Uh, she sent me home with some, and like mm-hmm. with the stern warning of "Do not drink this before the episode." And I was like, "Sure, of course." I totally drank it, like literally. I think like two months ago, but <laughs> it's it's been gone for a while. But uh, I did try to go out today and go get some. And there wasn't any. I'm in Brooklyn. Um, there wasn't. I couldn't find a bottle near me. But I know they do have it. But I just couldn't find one. So unfortunately, I'm not drinking Old Forester right now. I kind of wish I was. So this is my penance. <laughs> My penance is that you guys get to talk about Old Forester and drink it together, and I get to drink something else. I'm not even going have... to give it the dignity of saying what it is. I have two choices here, and I don't know which one I should do. So, what I've got, got the 100 Proof, also known as Dan Powell's bottle. That Look at mm-hmm. look how much is... <laughs> I yeah, barely that have... Up. That messed me up last time. I was that's not the same... Seattle. That's not the bottle that was here when you were here. That's not the same and... bottle? No. And then I've got (laughs) the Old Forester 1897, which I have that much left in. Do you have a preference over the two, Chloe? Tell me which one I should drink tonight. Oh, well, they're both 100 proof, so equal there. Yeah, they're both 100 proof, so you're sipping good either way. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess it just depends on, on what profile you're looking for. So I personally lean towards just the regular 100 proof because it has really nice spice notes so like your coffees are very prevalent in that one you also get a lot of bitter chocolate out of that whereas the 1897 is more it still has a lot of dark notes in it but you're leaning more towards fruitiness so like dark stone fruit so it really just depends do you want something that's a little bit chocolatey or spicier or do you want that fruity darkness Luzette says 1897, <laughs> but I feel like I should just kill this bottle first and then go to yeah, the 1897. Exactly. So that's it's a little neater that way. That way you get to recycle. <laughs> so I can recycle? <laughs> yes. I don't know, man. This is whatever, whatever works. The recycle whatever bin works. is full, so I'm not quite sure. <laughs> just chuck it off the porch. That. Yeah. That's how it works these days. All right, so we're two drinks behind Christian. So let's two. You think yeah. you're two drinks behind me? <laughs> no, right. no, no, no. I'm not two drinks behind you. I'm two drinks behind from our not knowing the show started. And, oh yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So let's let's get that bell going for you. Yeah. So Thanks. Um, cheers. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you, Chloe. All right, Chloe. Which let's... one are you drinking now? Yeah. I want to know what Chloe's oh. drinking. Man, this is not even that exciting. So I'm actually abstaining from alcohol right now in celebration of Alcohol Awareness Month. So Good for you. No old forcer for me today. Um, although with how beautiful the weather's been, I probably would be imbibing in like a whiskey smash with the old forcer 1920 probably. Nice. But All right. in the meantime, um, yeah, I made this like coconut raspberry passion fruit drink um and it looks like strawberry milk so don't mind me i'm just going back that to sounds like delicious elementary actually. school <laughs> i don't want one of those <laughs> damn it's not strawberry milk it is delicious but it is abc free i would think it was super cool if you just had like one of those quick the nestle quick strawberry milk yeah. <laughs> not even the bottle but the carton that you have to like open it up and like you know like the school carton Mm-hmm. That would have been rad. Delicious. Did you have strawberry milk <laughs> in school? 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. What, I don't know school. what school you went to, but my my high school. <laughs> <laughs> my high school actually had a Taco Bell and a what was it? Taco Bell and Pizza Hut in the like the cafeteria, oh. which was yeah commercialized as hell. But yeah, still, yeah. mine mine did not. Um, mm. Also, I'm allergic to strawberries, so I, if it had strawberry milk, I pro- probably wouldn't. It, yeah, I seriously doubt there's any real strawberries in, yeah, no. in a strawberry Nesquik. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's no strawberries in that. Somebody just wrote, <laughs> they they had it in a bag that you stabbed with a straw. That's a Capri Sun. Also a bug. Yeah, but they, I mean, they did that with all, it's just packaging, obviously. You know, whatever works. Stab a bag so, with a straw. That's actually my favorite type of drink package, to be honest. During the pandemic, there's a bar. I'm pointing as if you can look out my window and see. <laughs> but there's a there's a a bar across the street from my apartment that <clears throat> during the pandemic they were doing uh, Bloody Marys and they would do these Bloody Marys in these like plastic pouches, kind of like a big giant adult Capri Sun, and it was it's one of the best feelings in the world. Rolling around on the street in Brooklyn with like a you know it's got a floating olive and a lime in it and everything, just like Bloody Marying down the street. It's great. We just had really, really big, exciting news in Washington State, and that's that they're extending um, to-go cocktails. They We only got to-go cocktails because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, and they're extending them to 2023, which is... Nice. Yeah. Nice. If we, I mean, actually, that's not going to be my problem uh, in like a month because I'm moving, but uh, I think New York had the... Uh, um, basically, because all of the restaurants had to have their drinks outside, they suspended mm-hmm. that as well, like, you know, uh, open carry outside. But uh, it would be a sad, sad time if they did not leave that. But like I said, not my monkey, not my problem. It ain't going to be here. So I'm not <laughs> so worried about it. I just looked at um, the chat and realized mm-hmm. that someone, the person that was talking about the strawberry milk said it looked like it was more in a breast implant than a Capri Sun. I mean, weird. that is weird. I mean, the, a breast implant? Cause, yeah. Because they're kind of useless without the rest of the, you know, anyway. But, like, I and don't then, know. That's, and then somebody said, somebody said, in any way. it's like drinking from a plasma bag. And that person may yeah, or may that, not. Yeah, that's may, true. That person may or may I not be that. in a bathtub right now. Yeah. <laughs> So. My wife is not in the bathtub this week. You missed it, Chloe. Last uh, last uh, episode, last live episode we did. Um, my wife decided to take a bath before she has to, uh, to take a bath before the episode started, and it went really long. And she knows it's really loud. She'd have to walk past where I'm like filming from the bathroom to the bedroom to get get dressed, get dressed, and everything. So she stayed in the bath for literally like two hours. It was, like, two hours in the bathtub. It's like, yeah, it was, she was essentially soup uh, after a while. Before we move on, I'm going to ring the bell on myself because I also, in the opening, forgot to tell people the story of the bell and the story of the gong mm-hmm. and how that works. So basically, if you hear a bell, we invite you. It means we messed up which we do a lot, mm-hmm. a whole lot. If we, you hear a gong, it means we really, really messed up. And yeah, this podcast should sound like a Christmas song if, if we actually sing <laughs> it every time, but, you know, it's, <laughs> yes. who's got time for that? We so, never get to the end of the show. 
Um, that's true. Um, it means that we're going to take a drink. And if you want to do so at home and you can do so safely and in moderation, because we do make a lot of mistakes, we encourage you to have a drink along with us. That can be strawberry milk out of a breast implant. It can be Old Forester, which we're drinking tonight. It can be something that looks like strawberry milk. Um, just have fun with it. Be responsible and um, feel free to join us. You can also ring the bell on us. So in our chat, there's actually a emote that is a bell. Um, so you are able to do that. And um, we encourage that. That said, let's get back to Chloe because she has all the information here. And <laughs> we have a guest. <laughs> we have a guest and she's here and we should probably talk to her. So yeah, Chloe, um, can you tell for anybody listening that might not be familiar with Old Forester or I can't imagine people aren't familiar with Old Forester, but if they're not, can you tell them a little bit about the bazillion different Old Forester products that are available, <laughs> where they might want to start, all of that good stuff? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So as you can see behind me, there are so many different expressions of Old Forester. You've got kind of your basic expressions. So the 86 proof, this is our standard. So this is probably why I would recommend starting. It's the lowest proof that we have, as well as the best representation of what Old Forester should be. It's got a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of spiciness. Uh, it goes great in cocktails. So probably the best in terms of starting our expressions here at Old Forester. Would you say that that, um, that is that Old Forester, or would you say the base base for the other recipes, so they just kind of veer off from that one as far as their particular signature flavor profile? Yeah, so, so all of the Old Forester expressions come from the same mash bill. They're mm -hmm. all, the, the entire process is exactly the same. The only one that is different is going to be our Old Forester rye, and that's because it has to switch what that majority grain is. For all of these, they're all bourbons. So we have corn being our majority grain. For rye, obviously your majority grain is rye. So mm -hmm. all of those have to be different. But besides that, all of these come from the exact same base. They start the same from the same percentage of grains, go through the same distillation and fermentation process. And then it all comes down to aging. So how long they're aging. Some of them are aged mm -hmm. in special mm -hmm. bottles. So they're special <laughs> barrels. And so I know if you wanted to ding the bell, I definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the look on your face and you were asking for it. You were just asking for it. So cheers. It's not fair because she has this strawberry milk stuff. She's going to be like, I'm going to make mistakes all goddamn day. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how fucked up I can get these people. Yeah. So different barrels for some of them, like our, mm -hmm. our 1910. So this is one of my favorites as well. It comes from our, our Whiskey Row collection. It's the first ever double barreled bourbon. And so that second barrel is heavily charred, which mm -hmm. essentially like we burn it almost to a crisp to where you can hardly use it anymore. Um, and it just creates these incredible campfire notes of smokiness and marshmallows. And it's just fantastic. So yeah, all start from the same base, but all are their own unique children. And I love them all. 
So if you had to pimp out one of your children to a first time <laughs> old forester drinker, what would you suggest? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yes. of course it did. I think it would depend on are they an experienced whiskey drinker, or experienced bourbon drinker? That would be probably mm -hmm. my first question. And then I always just try to ask what kind of flavor profiles they like because they're all super, super unique. Um, so if they aren't an experienced bourbon drinker and they're just kind of dabbling into the that type of whiskey, I would start with the 86 proof, as I mentioned, lowest proof, the kind of basic baseline for what Old Forester should be. Besides that, oh my gosh, I'd say my probably favorite right now, especially now that we're heading into warmer weather, would be the 1920. It is super high proof. It's 115. So it's definitely for those that are, <laughs> aren't lighthearted. Light you need to light. I guess it's really it. <laughs> you, can't. you can't. No, it's it should be enough, a little right? bit higher proof. Yeah. Almost, but, but you gotta you have know, your you fire whiskey. Fire. <laughs> I mean, I'm giving out these ideas for free. You know. <laughs> yeah, but 1920, it's my favorite. It is just so bright with green apples and like herbal notes. It stands up excellent in a cocktail, and I absolutely love cocktails. So I always kind of lean towards the expressions that are a little bit higher proof because I want to taste it. And yeah, mm -hmm. so 1920 would probably be my my favorite baby. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking at the chat, and there's a couple of questions. One of them is, yeah. "You char your children to a crisp." That's the good. kind of mom she is. <laughs> um, and somebody wanted to know how you get such great flavor at such an amazing price point. I don't know if you're going to have the actual answer to that, um, but it's a compliment nonetheless. <laughs> and then are there, you, you should expect this question from me, but wit answered it or asked it. Are there any cocktails that are particularly good with old forester versus other options? That's a good question. And where and how does the old forester flavor really shine? Okay. So for the first question about, uh, price point and creating such a good product. I can't say I know all of the ins and outs of how we're able to create such an incredible value product. Um, I will say that we use a column still, which is pretty common when we're talking about bourbons and American whiskeys, um, but definitely much more efficient than say like pot stills. Those take a lot longer. They have a lot more investment costs. Um, so I will say that's one of the reasons that we're able to kind of cut back on costs a little bit. Besides that, I'm not really sure about the cost. <laughs> it's it's um, probably also worth noting how long Old Forester, the brand has been around because that like it's not a new company. So like at some point you own the building. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we've been around since 1870. So we're not the new kid on the block. We've figured out a few things here and there and mm. are definitely a, a bigger company, especially not only Old Forester, but it's owned by Brown Foreman, which has multiple brands underneath um, that, that name. So we've got a lot of money bouncing around here and there and 
we kind of fine-tuned a little bit so <laughs> had the time are a lot um, of the different expressions that you have of old forester right now are they uh kind of legacy blends or are these uh newer like what's what's the who's your who's your youngest child and who's the the oldest so when we're looking or when we're thinking to the actual timeline of when old forester started the hundred proof so this guy would technically have been the best representation of what first came out okay um the newest one that i have and i believe that we've released uh Ooh, apart from one which i'll mention pretty is our birthday bourbon yes nice. so this is our our birthday bourbon that came out last year um and we were the first ones ever to do a vintage dated bourbon. So what that means, very similar to wine in one sense, it's uh, referencing the production time. However, for our bourbon, for vintage dated bourbon, it's one day of production. Okay. So, yes, <clears throat> we're the first ones ever to do that. Um, it's still to this day, vintage dated. So one day of production. And this was... The last one we came out with, which was last year. However, we do have a couple other expressions. Um, the newest one actually is called our 115 series, which is distillery only. So unfortunately, we can't get it out here um, in Washington uh, or, or in New York. You have to go to the distillery it. in Kentucky. But it was Road a trip. really, it was a really cool project um, created by Jackie Zykan, who's our assistant master distiller over there and she is incredible so I, I i'm like dying to get over to kentucky and ready for covid to oh really are you <laughs> i know weird i'm I having a great time i don't know like, yeah. i could do another like six months of this on my head you know no problem no i'm so sick and tired of it yeah actually <laughs> i would act, i would go to kentucky to check that out actually we, we have to schedule that at some point yeah do these i would go yes, anywhere if we don't have enough other stuff to do but it's okay. Let's, yeah. Chloe, let us just get completely off topic and talk about our work schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so uh, glad you're here. I'm, I, I'm looking at all the bottles that you have, and we had. What do we? Did we have two different bottles when we were when I was there, Amy? When we recorded the I episode, I think. I think I mean, it was just I, the one, right? I'm sorry, I can't remember what I drank. Yeah, I know. That was previously, a, that was, we tied that one on really I, hard. I actually remember. If you, it's the it was the hundred proof because it was yeah. the same bottle that my friend Dan is in love with. No, so. I remember because I actually drank a lot of it on that episode, and I remember this is funny, Chloe. There, that episode was probably the longest recording we did, and there's so much cut out of it. Because I was having so much fun with Bill Forrester. I like Me that you're Forrester laughing had a great about time. it. Uh, no, I know. I was no, a little nostalgic. I mean, it, was, it was a good day. It was a good day. It's because you didn't have to edit it. <laughs> That's true. That's really true. So much of it had to be edited out. It was hilarious, though. I think you cut some of the funnier parts out, though. I didn't. I didn't. I, I promise I didn't. <laughs> anyway, Chloe... Yeah. We have a little game that we play with all of our guests that is two truths and a lie. But instead of them being your two truths and a lie, we're going to ask you two truths and a lie about the good doctor, William Forrester. 
And we know that even though you work for the company, you probably never met the man, especially <laughs> he's been dead a very long time. Um, so we don't expect you to fully know, but we're going to have you do your best guest guest. Yeah. And then if you don't, yeah, if you don't get it right, it moves to the, to the, the dare option. So maybe some matter. <laughs> There's no dare option. I'm kidding. So, Christian, you're the, one, you're the one that's reading this. I know, I know. I'm getting to it. All right, so two truths and, two truths and a lie. I'm going to read three statements, and you're going to tell me which one is the lie. Is that cool? Got it? Yep. Word. It. All right. So, <clears throat> here we go. William was wounded during the war and had to take a short break from performing surgeries. Two, Old Forester was the first brand ever to be sold in sealed glass bottles. And three, William believed that there should be a high-quality whiskey available that could be prescribed to his patient. Which one's the lie? It was the first one. Is the lie. Yay! <laughs> you win! Yeah, that Amy had this correct. really Ooh. crazy dare set up for you. It's, it's good you got that one right. It's good you got it right. It's totally that, different. Well, I wouldn't have wanted that's to watch that. That's the other podcast. That. Oh, that's right. Someone in the chat All just right. suggested that Seattle Cocktail Club should do the bourbon trail, and I fully agree with the statement. So, um, Chloe, when Seattle Cocktail Club does idea. the bourbon trail, do you want to come with us and lead the group? That's my next question. I mean, I can't speak for the other distilleries on the tour, but I know we've got a couple on there that I no, would. We'll help you beat them up. That'd be great. <laughs> we'll carry that the whole tour. Yeah. We'll all get like pitchforks. We'll start at Old Forester, get all, get all crazy, and then we'll go to all the other ones and like torment Perfect. them. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh my God, can we please Forster do this? This will be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, ruining people's ideas. That's what I do. Somebody, somebody, <laughs> aka Wit, just asked if we were going to have a mm -hmm. behind the scenes or outtakes episode, and I oh just, I just edited an episode, and I can't say which one it Who is. Who is it that died of dysentery? Oh God. Who is it that died of dysentery? No, that was this episode. That was was that for was that William Forrester who died of dysentery? It was that episode. It was this episode. No, my God. All right, okay. so Chloe, you'll like this. Every time we have like one of one of our scripted episodes where we're like, you know, telling the story, and then like we get to the final somber moment where we're like, and old so and so fart face dude died this way, and like you know, tragic or whatever it is. Amy can't stop laughing every single time. That we talk about somebody dying, which is, but still, <laughs> she does. And but this one, there's like this dude died of dysentery, and for the longest time, I was trying to get in like a good like fart noise into the idea that he died of dysentery, and she kept cracking up every single time. And then I was cracking, and we were cracking up. And I was like, oh god, leave it in. But then I listened to the edited version of the episode, and I was so disappointed that it wasn't there. So it was. 23 minutes. I told you it was going to get out one way or the other. Yeah, it was, it was 23 minutes of us trying to get through three sentences of how 
Yeah. So because oh, first of all, you presented it like I laugh because I'm some evil freaking person that when we talk about somebody dying, I just crack she up. She finds death funny. She was she was kind of a goth, but like But no, Christian, you have done it what? too and it's because we're like in the story and we're in the moment and we're talking about it and then you're well, like sometimes the next thing ridiculous. is 1929 he died and then you realize yeah. that your tone and inflection is completely wrong that is actually i think that's somebody. fine i didn't think that's probably it because we we're like reading this thing and it's like and you have that like podcaster lilt in your voice you're like and then he did the thing and then he went on and did the other thing and then he fell in front of a truck and died at the age of 62 and it's like if you're not really like knowing that it's coming up or if like you're not prepared for it mentally to alter your tone to something a little yeah. more respectful so when yeah, you're all excited uh, and you say he and then he died of dysentery it's not the right tone which then makes me laugh because chloe's like why are these people explaining themselves to me <laughs> like, oh no i love the banter i think this is like one of my favorite parts when i listen to the episodes is the banter you guys have it's just so great <laughs> I we know that we can't disappoint each other any more than we already have <laughs> in the last 20 years. True. It's like, no, there's True. no deeper, you know, seller to this. It's like, it's, it's only high points now. Oh, so <laughs> I, I think that maybe I'll spend my entire summer coming up with the biggest bloopers episode ever. Cause I feel like we've that got be some, fun. some good ones, but I may have, you put... have some too. No, I said we have some. I wasn't blaming oh, I you. Said you. I, I'm very defensive. <laughs> it's always about me. Like, what? No. It's, like, no, it's the news. We're talking about somebody else. That's about somebody. Um, what is it called when you hide something in an episode? An Easter egg? Is that what it is? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. One of the episodes coming up has an Easter egg. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my really? Best, it's my best editing job ever. Oh, well, I'm really excited to hear it. Anyway, we do have another guest on tonight. So what we should probably do is thank Chloe Mm -hmm. for being here. Thank you. Oh, wait, she gets an on-screen thank you. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. Um, if you answer it correctly, and I'm just going to say this because somebody that's really good at trivia is our next guest. So that guest can't answer the trivia question because that just. And this is the point that the Internet cut out. So we're sorry it's not a full episode. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Amy and Christian will be back next Whiskey Wednesday with a new audio episode. While you wait, why don't you leave them a voicemail with your thoughts at deadmenofwhiskey.com. They'd love to hear from you, and your voicemail just might be included in the show. Until then, friends, drink up, live legendary, and as always, please drink responsibly.